you are a grown human being, but just look at yourself. Look what you've become. You're addicted. It started when you were young, just a little bit here and there. And over time, you can't get enough of video games. Welcome to One More Game. They keep making them, and we keep playing them. And everyone around us will keep nagging. Boy, you guys sure do complain a lot. If it's video game news, reviews, and commentary, we're talking about it. So when your life doesn't allow you to spend time playing games, we've got you covered. This is the One More Game Podcast. And now your hosts, The Stroke and Swift Mita. I turned myself into a pickle, Swift. Boom, big reveal. I'm a pickle. What do you think about that, Stroke? I turned myself into a pickle. I'm Pickle Matt. Welcome, gamers, to One More Game. This is episode 20 on the 1st of August, 2022. Boys, I'm here with Swift Mita, and I'm Pickle Matt. We made it to 20. Congratulations. Thanks, dude. It's, it's th- kind of surreal. It's awesome. It's number three for me. So, <laughs> no, nah, I just pretend like you're here the whole time, man. That's right. Welcome to Happy uh, anniversary, Taze. Oh, thank you, man. One day late. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, if you're wondering why we weren't live last night, I was celebrating my seven year anniversary with my lovely wife who's playing Overwatch right behind me. So, if you hear angry screams of rage, it's because someone killed her uh, in Overwatch. But uh, yeah. I heard that uh, as an anniversary gift, you were given a Pures of the Storm. Is that true? Uh, that's um, not. Uh, I that's no comment. False. That's no comment. <laughs> uh, but in other news, uh, Bonsai Gaming is officially signed up for Nexus Gaming Series Heroes of the Storm League. So yeah, that should make her. Pretty, yeah, I'm excited. Pretty excited. <laughs> Hopefully, it goes better than last time we did it. Because uh, last time we did it, we were placed far too high for the skill level of our team, other than you and Will, and we just got owned every game. Yeah, we are uh, last in the bottom division, lower lowest as possible this season, so it should be good. Oh, are we really? I was yeah. wondering. I yeah. didn't actually. I wanted to look it up. I just never did. Yep. Last time you guys didn't have me, so that either means we're going to win or that's why we got the bottom division. Yeah, the, it's going to be the, the true litmus test. I'm Pickle Matt. Well, cool. If you're in the chat, welcome. Thanks for joining us. And if you're listening on uh, Spotify, Apple, or what have you, thanks for joining us for episode 20. And uh, we've been having a great time over the last about half year, at least Swift and I. And then we've been having a great time watching um, Pickle Matt struggle week to week, stay connected um, in in different (laughs) fashions. So I have a very good feeling this this is going to be our first technical difficulty free one. So here we go. All right. Knock on wood. wood. All right. So what you guys, what you guys been up to these last two weeks? Flying, living it up. What's going on? You go ahead, Swift. Um, for me, honestly, not a whole ton. I didn't fly last week because I was kind of, I felt like I was on my deathbed for like Monday, Tuesday for whatever reason. I think I had some like weird buffalo chicken salad that didn't sit or buffalo chicken fries that didn't sit right with me. And then, so <laughs> like Monday, Tuesday, I was kind of out of commission. Um, oh, man. And then uh, this past weekend we did the, I don't, I'm pretty sure I've mentioned it, but the 310th 
has, is now an F-35 squadron, right? Yeah. So dress to kill, push it up. Dress to kill. Yeah. Um, but so now we're all kind of under the same roof of the 309th. We're still in the three tenth building, uh, but uh, we're all in the 309th now. So we had our big like roof stomp because we had the change of command on Thursday. Um, so roof stomp Friday, uh, Savage Nicholas was in town. Uh, good old Jimmy drove down from Vegas to hang out for the weekend. Uh, Swift. It was a, it was a fun weekend. Educate our viewers and our listeners. What is a roof stomp? Yeah. Okay. So roof stomp the, uh, I feel like it's changed recently because of, you know, us being millennials or whatever we are. Uh, back in the day, a roof stump was when a new commander showed up, took command of the squadron. The squadron would just show up randomly. You you had no you had no say in the matter, but you always had to have a stocked fridge full of beer and food, and you also had to have Jeremiah Weed uh, as another important part of the uh, welcoming of the squadron. Uh, and dudes would literally just climb up on your roof. You're having dinner with the kids. You know, whatever it happens to be. And they would just jump on your roof and you had to welcome them in. There was actually a grade sheet uh, involved to see how you did. Nowadays, it's it's much less so, you know, that spontaneous. It's it's planned. And uh, we actually went to a, another person in the squadron's house because they had a better backyard. And, it you know, it's just it was just a party, uh, basically. Yeah, yeah. Cool. So yeah, just kind of a, another awesome pilot tradition that we uh, aren't really Air Force slash military tradition that we uh, use an excuse to drink and have fun. Yeah, that's right. Cool beans. Well, you guys ready to get into the news for the week? Let's do Send it. it. All right, I'm gonna give the list. I'm gonna give the listeners at home a little preview, a little guess, see if they can guess what this episode's uh, major topic is gonna be about. You boys won't be able to hear this, but they'll hear it. So I'm going to play this little uh, little snippet. <laughs> I mean, All I right, hear it in so my mind after just yeah. watching the video. <laughs> you know what it is. <laughs> All right. So, yep. Take a guess what you think we're going to talk about, and we'll get right into the news for the week. All right, good news for you Steam Deck hopefuls out there. Steam has increased their production in Steam Decks as well as uh, PlayStation 5s, as was announced, as up, upping production levels. So if you're looking to get your hand on those bad boys, uh, those in the queue will probably get theirs this year, which means Swift and our good friend um, Pickle Matt should have theirs in hand relatively soon. Yeah, I'm still sitting on a Q3 uh, time frame, and I ordered mine in July of last year. So I think I'm going to get it in August or maybe early September. Nice, maybe. And then Swift, yeah, I know that's you... good. I I was yeah, go ahead. Uh, yeah, I was wondering, but I uh, hadn't actually checked yet. Uh, but I logged in today just prior to starting this, and uh, supposedly Q4 October to December for me. Nice. So we'll see. Christmas time, just snuggled up by the fire, hot cocoa, uh, and some that's right, and dude. some Elden Ring in your lap. Yeah. No, it'll be. Oh no. What? Oh, I gotta figure out what games I'm gonna play for that now. Yeah. 
I fired up some uh, some new titles on there we'll talk about later, but uh, yeah, I'm excited for you guys. It's definitely a really cool piece of technology. I mean, I've got it right here just in case you guys start to bore me. I'm just going to fire it up and get in there. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I get that. Might as well. Cool. All right. Next bit of news. PT was remade in Halo Infinite. So if you've been wondering about the power of Halo Infinite's forge... Um, I don't know how many people have messed around with that, but they've always been kind of known for having a pretty robust forge where you can kind of build whatever you your imagination can think of. And if you're not sure what PT is, basically it was a kind of a, a demo for, correct me if I'm wrong, but a, a, a Resident Evil game. Oh, it was going to be a Silent Hill. Silent game. Hill, okay. Yeah. So uh, what would what, you pick up on this news article? Did you check it out? I watched a little bit of it. Yeah, I did. Um, so, so PT for the people that don't remember, people downloaded it to their the demo to their PlayStation fours, and they a few weeks later, a few months later, they took it off of the store completely. Like you couldn't re-download it, and they announced that they canceled the game. So those PS fours that had that demo on it were selling for like a thousand bucks on eBay because oh, wow. that was the only way you could play the game. Um. And then PT has been remade a few different times, like in uh, PS4's Dreams. If anybody ever saw that, that's like a content creation game. It's not even a game. Nobody really can really describe it unless you play it. But it's been remade a couple of times in different games. And then uh, somebody made it for the the new Forge here. So you're just a Halo character or Master Chief or something, but you're playing the exact PT demo that came out years and years ago. Nice. So the, is there any like actual things that come out or is it just kind of the map i guess i don't know uh no i don't know if the all the all the video i watched didn't really show a whole lot of the actions that happened but like the pt demo only had like maybe 10 10 like action things that happen like spooky things so it's not a very long experience but it was uh one of the more creepy things that's why everybody kind of loved it Interesting. Yeah, I mean, it looks really good in Halo's engine. So <laughs> nice work out there. It's probably it's probably better graphics than the actual demo itself, since it's been uh, nigh on six or seven years. I think. Yeah, for sure. Well, cool. It's good to see people just uh, reattacking those memes that we uh, have as video gamers. Do you guys remember the Halo Three like Dawn of Forge when everybody went crazy with that and made a bunch of game types and stuff? Yeah, when I was at the uh, Air Force Academy, someone made a one-to-one replica of the Air Force Academy in Forge. <laughs> wow, yeah, that's kidding. crazy! I was like, well, crazy. Should, "Don't you have homework or something, dude?" Like, what are yeah. You doing? yeah, that's kind of like Minecraft style. Yeah, it was cool, um, but yeah, I remember joining all kinds of different lands. Uh, on the school network and going into people's forge games and they all kinds of cool stuff. Unfortunately, yeah. I don't think this is going to save halo infinite, but <laughs> maybe, maybe somebody will come up with some sweet game types that people love. Yeah. Taze, I think all those people with cool forges were probably business management majors like me. Yeah. You can be honest if it was you who made it. <laughs> Ton- no, I- tons of free time. <laughs> what was I doing? No, nah, I was playing like battlefield back then. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah, well, uh, forging, you know, let's move on. Halo, or sorry, good lord, Sony apparently had talked about raising the price on their old PS5, but uh, looks like the board meeting has left that price hike on the table during their last earnings call. 
if you're wondering, they only sold about 2.4 million consoles, um, basically due to supply chain issues. Um, so what they did instead to kind of recuperate some of those losses was raise prices on other electronics, which I'm not even quite, they make TVs still. They make surround sound Walkman, Walkman, Walkman. DVD players, VCRs. (laughs) (laughs) I would be, I bet you VCRs cost a pretty penny these days. Yeah, for the for those people that just are so nostalgic and have to have it. Yeah. Plus they have like the Disney collection like we used to have, you know. Right. That <laughs> you can only play on VHS. Yeah. I wonder V uh VCR was actually a very kind of physical medium too. Like you have to like get the thing that spins the actual tape through and everything and the rewind and all that. Right. It's not yeah. like it's not like these uh digital days that we have now. I don't know what is happening with these cameras, but I'm, uh, we're not having technical difficulties. We're not going to call it technical difficulties at this point. It's not my fault this time. <laughs> cool. What is the, uh, let's see, we already paid, what, 500 for this PS5? Was that, what was the price? I don't remember. Yeah, I think it was like 600 after tax with the <laughs> Horizon Zero Dawn bundle. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if uh, a price hike would have, I, I think that might have been the cutoff for me. That was about as expensive as I was willing to go. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, their exclusives are carrying them, but I think what you'll see is a lot more people buying the digital only version now if they really want it. That way they can get $100 cheaper. Yeah. But if you're looking to get a PS5 based on our last episode, then it might be the time to do it pretty soon. Yeah. If they're talking about it now, it's definitely not something that's going to be completely off the table uh, as we move on here. I'll tell you what I, I will the, pay for is a, a slimmer version of that damn thing. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, gotta have it. Yeah. Well, the, uh, Savage, when he was here, he got the digital only and he said he liked it better because he doesn't, he never had a PS4 or anything. So he had no discs, uh, but he liked it better because it was symmetrical rather than having like jut out. Yeah. You know, on the bottom of I'm it. I'm telling you, it's for the disc so player. Bad. Yeah. I don't know. I've made my money back on games traded traded in and uh, sold after I actually played through them all. No, yeah. you have not made with your the, money with back. the physical copies. No, I mean I've made the hundred dollar difference between the digital. Oh yeah, and, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, by being able to resell things. Cool, cool. All right, moving on to la- one last bit of news that I uh, kind of got involved in this week. So if you've been keeping your your uh, antenna is open for what's going on with Dr. Disrespect's gaming studio. They basically dropped their first look at their game that they're developing. And uh, it was called Project Moon, but the official title was released called Dead Drop. And they released a playable, call it a shooting range that you could run through and kind of a, a basic, this is what the movement feels like and and all that kind of stuff. So if you're one of their, whatever they're calling it, founding members and got scammed by the NFTs that you bought, uh, you, <laughs> you were able to jump in there and check it out, which as a podcast host, I signed up for so that we could talk about it as this thing uh, gets developed. So earlier today, nice. I fired that thing up and started messing around in Dr. Disrespect's Dead Drop game. It's a first-person shooter um, and that's about all we know. They call it a vertical extraction first-person shooter. 
But the thing that caught me off guard. So it's like it's like Tarkov or yeah, if, the cycle. It feels like Tarkov meets Call of Duty meets like cyberpunk visuals. Um, okay. Hmm. But it definitely caught me off guard because it was way more developed than I thought based on kind of what the communications was going on in this Discord that you have to be in to uh, be in this thing. So I fired it up and I was expecting to see like really bad um, visuals and kind of really clunky movement. And like not, I wasn't expecting to be able to shoot targets and, and have them fall down and all that kind of stuff. Dude, I, hmm. I fired this thing up. It was raining. There was ray tracing going on. Like walked up to a gun, grabbed it. I'm able to aim down sight, shoot targets, move through a little course. Like I was very, very surprised as as to how far along they were in this game. So uh, I think that's a good sign of things to come because I think up until this point, everyone was kind of like, this is a scam. I don't foresee this really going anywhere. But based on what I see so far on how little time it's been since they've announced anything, I've got high hopes for this thing now. So we'll see. Uh, did you guys see any of the gameplay or anything? People were streaming no. it. No, I I've only seen the the original release about that. But as long as there's gameplay and that kind of thing, and it's not just NFT weird stuff, then hopefully it's okay. Right. Yeah, we'll see how they integrate that whole NFT thing. As far as I can tell, you can. I don't really even know how to explain it. We'll have to do some more research on it. But um, you, at some point, will be able to trade slash sell slash customize based on the nfts that you can purchase i don't really know but anyways i mean it seems like it seems like normal uh, video game skins but maybe like more personalized right and then once you have a copy that's your copy yeah that's kind of how i understand which actually is i don't understand nfts at all but that's one of the most logical (laughs) explanations of an nft i've ever heard or uses i guess Right. When it first when they first said like I was one of the founders or whatever, they sent me the NFT, right? And it comes with like a digital representation of what that is and it you have a, a unique to your NFT like visor design that nobody else has apparently. Huh. So okay. th- that's kind of what they're getting at. But the cool part of it, the the coolest part that I found about it is after you played, they send you this survey and it asks you like a pretty in-depth survey, like 20, 30 questions about like what you thought about the gameplay and the whole idea behind their studio besides the NFT thing is that they're trying to change the way that game development happens by integrating like the actual players a lot earlier into the process. Um, So anyone who has access to it, hence by having one of these NFTs, has access to the slices of the game, they're calling it, every time they drop one of these demos. And then you also have access to the survey where you tell them your thoughts on the gameplay. And then supposedly they're going to adjust based on the data that they get. So we'll see how it goes. But it's kind of exciting to see someone trying something a little different. Hmm. Yeah. Sounds uh, cool. Big Big Eats 13 in the chat says, I can't hang out, but we'll listen tomorrow. Keep up the great work, gents. Thanks for the kind words, man. And uh, hopefully you hear this tomorrow. We're on uh, Spotify and Apple Podcasts or wherever get your pod, wherever you get your podcasts. Yep. iTunes, that's still a thing in some places. Napster, LimeWire, wherever, wherever you might get it. Well, Craig, I was going to read your, uh, your 
Apple podcast review, but now that you're ditching us, I'm not going to. But we'll see you. Sheesh. Just kidding. All right, guys. Any uh, any other news in the uh, worlds of Pickle Matt and Swift Mida? Nope. I got this boom arm now, so pretty pretty professional. Yep. He's looking good, sounding Hands good. Free. He's still connected to the stream. He's it's a record. We are currently uh what twenty <laughs> minutes in and he's still here, so proud of you. All right, gents, you ready to get in the Thanks, games guys. radar for the week? Let's go. Let's do it. Yes, sir. All right, first up on the docket, 12 August, coming out on PC, is your Spider-Man Remastered. So we talked about this a little bit already, but if, you're, uh, if you haven't played the Spider-Man game on PlayStation, coming out on PC, Remastered, and I got to say, this game is so cool. Man, I wonder what it's going to look like on PC, because it looks amazing on the PS5. I mean, I'm sure it's pretty close, but if you don't have a PS5 or a PS4, you got to get this. Yeah, I mean, this game is... And you probably need a controller with it, too, because I don't know how the web swing is going to be with a keyboard and mouse. Yeah, it is definitely a controller game. I will say that. But... Oh, it's so cool. Re- oh, I'm having so many memories. Remastered with ray tracing, and uh, it's going to be real nice. Does that? Do you know if... Morales. Does that include the uh, Miles Morales gig? No. Okay. Yeah, that's, so that's a whole separate... It. Dude, I need to watch uh, Enter the Spider-Verse. What? <laughs> you haven't seen, seen that? No. Oh, until, dude. Until uh, the you latest Spider-Man movie, that one it. was my... Yeah, until the latest Spider-Man movie, that was my absolute favorite Spider-Man movie of all time. Wow. Agreed. Okay. I'm it in was, there. It was so it, good. It's one of the coolest art styles I've seen in a movie before, and it's just really well done. Okay, so you guys yeah. can finish this podcast, and I'll go check that out and uh, <laughs> yeah, dude, get out of here. <laughs> All right, so you got that to look forward to, 12 August on uh, PC for you guys who haven't played. All right, next up, <laughs> this is a very interesting one. This, this is for you guys. This, I put this on the list for you guys. This might be the one we make Swift play weird game this week. <laughs> uh, coming out. 2nd October, so tomorrow on PC, we've got the Mort- August. The or sorry, yeah, August. Uh <laughs> the Mortuary <laughs> Assistant. So uh let's check this thing out. So Pickle Matt, why don't you go ahead and read the description? All right. So from Steam, having completed your degree in mortuary sciences, you've taken on an apprenticeship at Riverfields Mortuary. Late one night you are called into work and handle some embalmings. Death doesn't keep daytime hours, but there is something different about these bodies because there is something different about you. The phone rings with the mortician on the other end. The rumors are true and you cannot leave. <laughs> and it goes from there. Yeah, there you go. Swift. And then it, it lists the uh, first key feature of the game. Perform embalming tasks while keeping demonic forces at bay. Oh, why? What, like, why, why do people make these games? I don't know. Are like, you gonna who's play the tra- interested are, in are, this? I don't. Are you gonna play serial killers? Oh, I've, I don't know. <laughs> I've got something on that in a minute here. Okay, let's see. Uh, let's let's fire up this trailer and uh, you know. We might okay, have... viewer discretion advised. Oh, uh, if you hate oh scary gosh. things or you're I don't younger than don't eighteen, maybe watch don't watch it. Mm, yeah, maybe. So, <laughs> oh, it's not gonna work. All right. 
Okay. Well, look, it, look it up on your own time. Yeah, if you uh, look it up on your own time, you want to check uh, the Mortuary's assistant out on PC tomorrow. Just go ahead and take work so, off and uh, fire it up. In the trailer, you're legitimately performing like mortician duties, where like you're like opening mouths and stuff, and like making them smile. It's insane. Oh, um, and then everything in the trailer has like every scary the scariest part from every movie that I've ever seen. It's uh I don't even know if I'll be able to handle it. And I like horror games. What? It's scientific. Look, mild abrasion on the head. We got mild abrasion on the left arm, a mole on the left leg, a mole on the left shoulder. It's very I, I like how I like how in the first feature it's like perform embalming embalming tasks while keeping demonic forces at bay. So you're so dedicated to this mortician job that you like, <laughs> instead of like the, the demons show up, you, you would leave or something. You just like keep, nah, I gotta keep, I gotta, I gotta, gotta keep, keep going. Otherwise, you know, Look, otherwise dude, you'd lose your job and then you don't have money. They've got a checklist. You'll be real good at this pilots. You just follow the checklist and you're good. Oh, can I read the discussion? Yeah. Uh, from the, fir- the first discussion <laughs> thread. Yeah. It's, Right on, uh, right on Steam, the first discussion thread. Go ahead, shoot, send it. Uh, so somebody said, why are the bodies wearing clothing? Wearing clothing kind of defeats the purpose of forensic medical examination and could leave, lead to misdiagnoses. Please fix this and make the corpses nude. <laughs> um, and the developer actually responded to it saying that they're not going to do that. But this confirms my suspicion in that if you download this game, you will immediately go onto an FBI watch list. Yeah, this, that's all it's really because for. That, that person is a serial killer for sure. Yeah, that's Unless you're really weird. Then, Dude, thanks for the so, like. So creepy. Mm, yeah. I like how he tries to frame it in like a legitimate. It, they could, it could lead to misdiagnoses of these fake video game people. Yeah. <laughs> this game is You're missing the point. This game is trying to make money off of people with a very specific weird fetish. Anyways, moving on. Let's talk about something a little more happy or something. So coming out on five August, uh for PC we've got Retreat to Enin. Enin? Not sure. In the aftermath of an environmental crisis, a new society has formed with a new reverence and relationship with nature. Return to Enin focuses on the rite of passage to prove your worth in this new world. Explore, forage, hunt, craft, base, build, and meditate as you make your home on the island of Enin. So this is the game you're going to need to follow up when you play uh, the Mortuary Assistant. So you can get in, get, yeah. get some or lawnmower simulator virtual uh, meditation. Dude, it, it kind of reminds me just, and I don't know necessarily in the intent. I didn't watch the trailer, but it reminds me kind of a Valheim. Did the graphics are a little bit better, you know? But it's one yeah, of those kind of open exactly worlds where you where you just kind of do your own thing and build your structures and try to live. Yeah, it looks like a modern day Valheim, except yeah for yeah. the for the people listening, it's got like it looks like it's got ray tracing and um, really lush forests. It's kind of like uh, far cry yeah, the graphics um, look really great good. for sure who knows what the gameplay is like but yeah one thing this is a game i will oh go ahead i don't see any other players in this so i'm feeling like you're by yourself the whole time yeah i don't know <laughs> i'm definitely not going to play it though because every time i play this kind of game i get really into it like way too into it 
and then something bad happens to my character and after like 60 hours of playing i just give up and i just realize how much <laughs> i wasted my time yeah i remember uh going yeah. into your minecraft world on when we all had switches in korea and it was pretty uh pretty full up you had like farms and like labeled i wonder if i could labeled farm plots yeah and... <laughs> i wonder if i could uh yeah, that was a business management major. Or no, that was Korea, yeah. Yeah. Um, I wonder if I could get back into that. That was pretty I had some pretty dope mines too. A lot of good a lot of good mining. <laughs> well, cool. Swift, which one of these are you gonna play? Um probably none of them. Okay. Listeners. How much do I, I have to pay you? Valheim Valheim, Valheim was overwhelming enough. And I, like I'd still like to get in there and, and try it out and try to do something other than that first little area, uh, but Retreat Union sounds like the same thing, and I'm most certainly not playing the Mortuary Assistant. Everybody has a price, Swift. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know that. If you I do film yourself that. playing it, I will pay you good money. You <laughs> if you if you stream it, you might become instantly famous overnight. But you also yeah, might try. Dude, serious, just a viral clip yeah. yeah yeah viral clip of me ending up having a heart attack in my uh chair yeah but you'll go out like a burning star That's on top true. of the world with likes all right folks that is our uh, games rate oh go ahead swift i was just gonna say before we move on then nf 16s are most fighter pilots gamers um i don't i would say probably not uh, although these days it kind of is trending that way that a lot, you know, a lot of us like to play video games or grew up playing video games. Um, certainly not the old guys because they laugh at us when we talk about video games. But uh, I would not say the majority of people are, but we have a strong showing in the fighter pilot community. I mean, I think it's kind of a just a product of the generation. Like the younger fighter pilots are gamers just by growing up in this uh time frame and the older ones are all yeah. about i don't know man stuff drinking beer and <laughs> <laughs> making their own beef jerky yeah smoking brisket and which you know we can do that too but i do that too yeah yeah cool they like to hang out with their families and stuff <sighs> but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyways <sighs> just kidding babe i love you uh all right that's it. If you are excited about a game coming out or would like us to uh, preview something before uh, the game is released, just uh, just let us know. Just send us a little email over to omgpodcastgg at gmail.com or you can reach us at omg underscore podcast gg at, uh, on Twitter and Instagram. And we'd love to hear from you. Let us know what you want to hear about. What do you want us to talk about? What do you want us to shut up about? What? Just, just, yeah. Do we make the podcast shorter? Do we make it longer? What do you? We're here for you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And if you look down do there, kick off, I'm Pickle Matt. <laughs> yeah, let's start a poll in the uh, chat. There's a you know, <laughs> six to nine people watching. Uh, let's see uh, what, what we got. Anyways, all right. Nine F sixteen says you'd like to hear about older games, which we can add a segment of. That would be kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Cool beans. All right. Or if you really want to support us, what you can do is head on over to Apple Podcasts and click that review button. You can leave us a little five-star review or whatever you think about us, just like Craig the Ghost 13 did this week. 
And he said, quote, highly recommend loving this new podcast and looking forward to more episodes. Can't wait to see what these guys have in store. Thanks, Craig. You the man. Thanks for the support. Seriously, thanks for the support from all of you guys over the last uh, half of the year. It's been awesome to see this little community grow and watch our uh, little little creation grow and get more members and another uh, co-host. So we've just we're just really appreciate all the support and uh, you can you can continue to share and let us grow. Because we got 20 episodes done, but we ain't stopping. Nope. Yeah, baby. Cool beans. All right, guys, you ready to move on to the big topic of the week? Yes, yes sir. sir. Let's do this. You're listening to the One More Game Podcast. They keep nagging, we keep playing. Now, back to your hosts, The Stroke and Swift Mita. I'm Pickle Man! All right, if you guessed it from the sound at the beginning of the show, we're going to talk about the Xbox, a little history, you know, just like we did last week with PlayStation, and uh, and see if we can give it a fair shake based on, you know, the console that the three of us grew up on, at least in our adolescence, and uh, we'll give you, we'll hit you with some knowledge. So, all right, so let's be transparent. I think I'm the only one with the most current Xbox out of the three of us, correct? That's yes, true. Sir. I've turned that thing on less than the number of fingers I have. So uh, by no means is this thing like forefront in my life, but uh special place in my heart. So let's talk a little bit about where it all started, all right? We're not going quite as far back. So it's 98. Pickle Matt, what's going on in the, the world of Pickle Matt 1998? Uh, getting ready for Y2K. Only got two more years left, and then <laughs> end of the world. I think I'm in. I'm in grade school uh, playing Sega Genesis and Dreamcast. Probably, maybe. I don't know. Nice, nice. Yeah, probably some PlayStation mixed in there. Yeah, PS2, PlayStation One. I don't know. Whatever. I think it's still on PlayStation One because when the Xbox came out, it was. It came out before P. Well, we'll talk about it. Anyways, cool. Swift ninety eight. You were uh, what? Just uh, just on your second deployment, I think. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Spry spry little ten year old. You know, just outside with the boys playing playing games in the cul de sac. Can you dunk yet? Popping Uh, some scotch. If you don't know, Swift is like six foot eight with like. Four foot long arms, so I'm not yeah. quite as tall as as the doc, but yeah, six six four. Forty two. My arms are atrociously long. Forty two inch vertical leap. All right, that's right. Uh, Ninety eight for me. God, I was uh, in middle school, I think. Uh, definitely playing some Dreamcast, some PS one. Probably playing some Game Boy. I imagine some Pokemon was going on. Oh yeah, at the time. Oh yeah, Game Boy, Game Boy Color, and uh, I just remember the Xbox being announced, and I was like, I "Gotta have it." I don't know what it is, but I like it. So uh, in 1998, <laughs> a group of Microsoft employees they uh, go over to Mr. Bill Gates, who probably was the richest man in the world at the time, and they said uh, they had an idea for a console, and they successfully uh, 
were able to convince that man to uh, back the project. Dude, what do you got? Do you remember anything about the announcement of this thing? I, I do remember one thing. We'll we'll try to watch, but I remember no. nothing about the announcement because yeah, like the internet was like. I remember looking at memes on the internet like in 2002, but I think this was before like everybody had AOL. Right. One thing, uh, yeah, YouTube wasn't a thing back then. So you kind of had to uh, watch everything live. And I don't even know where this would have aired, but uh, we'll take a look at it. So, yeah. Was... Uh, so we talked about this man, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Uh, National treasure, baby. <laughs> in one of our episodes ad nauseum. So this guy was still uh, doing what he does nowadays, promoting stuff and kind of just being generally obnoxiously in your face all the way back in 1998. Still looking. Yo, he looks about the same size as Bill Gates, which is crazy. Right. Yeah. That's what I mean. Swift Bill Gates I is talking standing about, like, closer to the camera. What he looks like now versus what he looks like back then is not even a, not even close, but. And apparently the Matrix was definitely in in 1998 because he looks like uh, Morpheus. He's got those glasses. <laughs> and Bill Gates yeah. looks exactly the same. I'm pretty sure they cryogenically freeze him at night to keep him from <laughs> aging. But So watch this weird like announcement thing that they got going on with this Xbox. Like I won't play the sound so we don't get DMCA'd. But this was just so awkward. Like You got one of the nerdiest, smart, rich men in the world talking to someone who probably doesn't play video games ever talking about this new console. And, uh, there was a part of this where there were some dudes jumping around. Like it was, I don't know what was going on. Maybe it's not going to show it, but yeah, so there you have it. (laughs) Do you, do you remember the window? I think it was a windows XP launch or something like that. It was when Bill Gates and some of the software engineers were presenting, and it was the most awkward thing because they started playing music and all of these yeah they're like dancing very, oh yeah very nerdy like software engineers are start dancing on the stage and it's yeah it's too funny. please please look that up if you're uh, um, after you're done watching or listening today yeah if uh, so right here you can probably imagine Dwayne the Rock Johnson's talking about like processing power and CUDA cores and things like that. So things he knows a lot about. I'm, I'm sure. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then Bill, old Bill here is talking about, uh, the people's elbow and all that. So cool beans. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Marketing was really strange back then, but yeah, there you have it. The announcement of the Xbox was done by Bill Gates and, uh, the rock. Cool. Cool. All right. So, uh, (laughs) You dudes, I think Pickle Matt was the first person to tell me this. So if you don't know in the chat, Matt, where did they get the name Xbox from? Yeah, so they got it from, uh, obviously, they so they wanted to launch a, a console with the processing power of a PC and be more like a PC itself, obviously, since they're Microsoft. So they were using DirectX. So their initial pitch was the DirectX space box so direct xbox well um and that obviously did not flow off the tongue very well so <laughs> sounds like that shortened it well you know what that's a better name than xbox series x i can tell you that oh yeah we'll talk about that for <laughs> sure cool direct x yeah we still use direct x we're on 12 now but uh yeah interesting 
Cool. So it uh, it launched with twice the processing power of PS2 and uh, releasing a year later in 2001. It had a built-in Ethernet port, and it's the first time we had a built-in hard drive, so no uh, memory cards. And it also had that massive controller. Like, maybe that's why that controller was so big, because they had the rock as their, like... <laughs> yeah, he was playtesting yeah. it. <laughs> uh, <thanks. laughs> that controller was so horrible. I remember I didn't have an Xbox right away, so when we played Halo at my friend's house, I would always get that stupid original Xbox controller because everybody else was using the new one. Oh. Yeah, it's like a oh, it's such a bad controller. It's probably more effective as a weapon than a than a controller. <laughs> yeah. Did you have the original Swift? So the the big boy? No. Okay. I did not. They wrapped I don't think I didn't get a an Xbox until 360. Okay. The weir- other weird yeah. thing was that the buttons weren't symmetrical circles. They were like off-axis, yeah, overly yeah. strange-looking, like alien blobs, and they weren't in the like organized in the shape of a diamond like most controllers. They were like off kilter, like like a flattened diamond almost. And whoever came up with that is a probably also came up with a naming convention for the future Xboxes. Yeah, this thing was just <laughs> god awful. Actually, let's just let's just pull it up because we we need to talk about this. <laughs> so there you have it that one on the left that's called the duke affectionately nowadays but i mean i'm telling you like my kid hands were like barely able to make this happen and also oh yeah i had the black and white buttons i forgot about that yeah the special buttons. it's almost like they were just trying to be so unique that they just went overboard uh, but god Remember how it had those two little slots on the top too? I think for like your microphone maybe and your memory card. Yeah. Maybe it was one I slot. I don't remember, but it had two, it had some yeah. slots on the top of it. Cool beans. Well, there you have it. And uh and it was all downhill from there. So <laughs> As you might have guessed, the Japanese absolutely hated this thing. It only sold 123,000 units uh, in its first week, and not a whole lot of uh, games were marketed there or made there. So when you when you have a one of the biggest video game cultures in the world not participating in the game development and um, hardware development for a console, you're going to have a little bit of a rough start. Cool. So this was the only Xbox that never got a uh, an updated version, like a smaller, slimmed down version. We just had this big, ugly Xbox the whole time. But it was the, I think it was the first console, or maybe Dreamcast, but it had four ports where you could play. Nintendo 64, but yeah, the... But like the CD the era. One. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because you had to get the multi-tap for the PS2 to get four controllers on there. Right. God, this was the era where people made proprietary plugs. So, like, it wasn't even USB. Like, I know, yeah. They were their own. Well, I mean, we still do that. I've got this micro USB microphone. Like, what are, what are we? It's not 2012. <laughs> Everybody needs to use USB-C, okay? All the developers and 
engineers that are listening to this, just switch to USB-C and let's be done with it. I think some countries are uh, starting to mandate that by law. It's like the metric system. We'll never do it. Not in America. Freedom. All right. Well, uh, so yeah, the, the rest of the versions got an updated either slim or uh, pro version, what have you, but the original was the only one that never got updated. Cool. And then things... Yeah, part of that was because they were struggling with the Japanese market and then other things that we'll talk about in a little bit. Yeah, for sure. But then something very big happens in, in console gaming, and this kind of changed really my vector when it came to video games. So in 2002, we get the launch of Xbox Live. So now we're able to play console games, and in this case, Halo, um, in 2002 with uh, everyone else. So Xbox Connect, what is, what is that? Do you guys remember Xbox Connect? So was that how you could like essentially land to Xboxes before Xbox Live? Yeah, exactly. It was kind of like uh the Napster for Xboxes if if you will. So you could um you could play it over the internet and then ever somebody's um router or home connection would be the dedicated host. And I remember playing at my friend's house uh Xbox Connect Halo Combat Evolved and people would cheat all the time by hitting the standby button on their router if they were the host. Oh yes. But the host obviously would the host would dominate all the time because you know, you'd have the perfect connection and everybody else would be 2001 internet behind. (laughs) Yeah, dude. I remember Xbox live, like, but it was kind of expensive. So I was like, damn, I really need this. But like, I was like mowing lawns aggressively to keep affording to pay for this service. Now they have simulators for that. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we'll get to it. Can you get paid to do that in somebody else's game? Um, in the in the in the metaverse. <laughs> in the metaverse, yeah. Uh, nice. Well, cool. Um, yeah. So Microsoft was losing money on every console that they sold, um, basically for the entirety of of the original Xbox. I remember this thing dropped in price a hundred dollars six months after release, which is, I think, right where I lived when I bought mine. We already talked about it, but I was using layaway at old Walmart going in there a little bit at a time, just dropping 10, 20 bucks at a time. Yeah, you'd, you'd probably saved up enough, just weren't quite at the original price, and then it dropped, and you were like, yeah. I'm going to Walmart. I got to go. I'm going it. to Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> got on my... It dropped at 199 bucks, which is fairly cheap for a, that kind of console. Yeah. yeah. Definitely not a moneymaker for them. So they're kind of, their goal here was just to get it out there so they can start... Um, kind of competing, but they're going to suffer for quite a bit. But if there's any company that can sustain that sort of thing, it's Microsoft, right? So, um, yeah. but there were rumors that they were about to exit the market uh, until what happens? Pickle Matt, Halo Two, baby. All right. Oh. Swift, were you on the Halo Two train? No. Oh my god. Not, I mean, I would. I would. I would go uh, over to buddies' houses and play. Yeah, but Do you even be again, I, did, I didn't own an Xbox, so uh, all I could get was if I was able to go over to buddies and play. Otherwise, I was, I think, probably still playing my N sixty four or you know outside <laughs> playing sports. So you don't know about 
sword sniping. You don't know about uh, super bouncing. None of that. Mm. Midship nope. swords. Gl- glitching yeah. the bomb out of the map. Nothing. Okay. Big t- mm-hmm. big team battle. Nope. Damn. I mean, from from recent Halos, sure. But so this game, I mean, Halo had its definite following, right? And it's probably why Halo Two does so well. But Halo Two combined with the power of Xbox Live creates this culture, this game online gaming culture where you form your squads now. And I remember logging on every single day with my friends and playing Halo 2 on Xbox Live all day, every day. It's where I learned how to talk shit. It's where I learned how to cheat at video games. It taught me all the valuable skills in life. Thanks, Microsoft. (laughs) All the most valuable skills. Yeah. Uh, so that was the, so they sold 2.5 million copies at release and $125 million was made. And that was the most successful entertainment product ever out of movies, video games, uh, music album drops, which is just wild to think about. Yeah. I remember they were so adamant about this release date that it was like tattooed on the developer's arms, like two years prior. Yeah, and it was this huge event. I remember everyone going to. Is, the, is that is that hazing? Yeah, I don't uh, know. I was like, did they have to do that? Like, <laughs> yeah, was that a requirement? I don't know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's kind of insane. Most successful in media launch day one of anything ever, which is mind-boggling. But, and this was the time yeah, where it's crazy. You, if you were a kid, you couldn't buy this by yourself because it was rated M for mature. So your parents had to literally oh, yeah. literally be there. Which was yep. insane. Now looking back at it, right, like Halo Two violence wise compared to, oh, I don't know, for example, the Mortuary's assistant. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Uh, yeah, you you were killing like guys in suits and uh, aliens and barely any blood. Yeah, so uh, the Halo culture kind of establishes this. Um, timeline for how we kind of play online games especially first person shooters with friends it's where we invented call outs for different parts of the map strategies and all that kind of stuff a lot of the terms we used back then still get kind of recycled into other games these days but cool all right noble 14 what's going on here i just thought this was cool when i was looking at the history of the xbox um so the halo 2 they ended support for Halo 2 on Xbox Live, I think, in 2010. And apparently, instead of just shutting off the servers like they do nowadays, if you stayed connected, like in custom games, you could just stay connected indefinitely until everybody logged out. So there was 14 people that were uh, logged into like custom match, uh, custom matches, and their goal was to stay logged in as long as possible. And I think they kept it up a few months, and it became like a big, a big thing in the gaming community where um xbox even recognized them and gave them like free xbox live extensions and stuff like that uh just to hold on to halo 2 online that's awesome i i do remember that is cool joining a custom game that was like i don't know if it was this specific game but i remember the servers were still like up and stuff during this time but it was like known as like the longest running continuously running custom game like oh, okay. and so every once in a while you'd pop in there and see what was going on and people would recycle in and out <laughs> but that's kind of cool so i wonder what what it ended up making them uh shut down did it did it say in the story 
Yeah. So like people would have like connection difficulties or people would like move. And then I think the second to last guy that logged off had like an internet interruption or something. No. Um, oh. And then uh, the last guy, they got like a message from like the Halo developers and stuff. And he was a hero. That's awesome. I love how they call him the Noble 14. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Yeah, there was some cool stuff, man. I remember the community back then. I mean, that's where toxicity also began, like the stuff that people would say was terrible. But uh, people would come up with different game types, like zombies was invented in that game. And you would have you would be you would be on the red team unless you got killed by a zombie. Then you would have to like on your honor switch over to the green team and you'd only have a sword. Uh, and, yeah. and so it was all these like fan made or player made games that kind of just grew out of nowhere. Uh, it was really neat, but I remember just there was one custom game where we all just got on uh, this one map and uh, got in warthogs. Everyone had a warthog, and we would just literally drive across the map and ram into each other and watch the terrible physics happen. And oh yeah, we'd just do that for hours. <laughs> uh, it was great. It might be because it might be because I was like the perfect age for this, but I think this was like the golden era of gaming, where like the internet was first getting figured out. And then you can do like land parties and stuff like that. And like, there wasn't, I don't know, just today, it seems like everything's either too easy or just too fragmented for the community that was involved in the early days. Yeah. I mean, there was one, there was one show in town back then, like you played Halo online and unless you were a PC gamer real deep in the weeds, like that's Age of Empires and all that kind of stuff. But this is what you had and everyone was on the same thing. Nowadays, everyone's on thousands of different games online all the time but and people aren't even playing games they're watching people stream games now you know right dude i have a really cool story from the halo 2 time frame me and my buddy dom were pretty into this game like getting semi-competitive and then we had heard about like the competitive scene and people started becoming famous in that scene so i don't know if you remember the ogre twins ogre one and ogre two were like oh i think i remember hearing about that yeah, yeah they were like world famous winning all these tournaments and stuff work video game world famous um but one day yeah. me and my buddy dom before school we just logged i went over to his house to and then we were gonna go to school from there and we log in for a duo 2v2 match and lo and behold ogre one and ogre two are logged in and uh we get down to it's 40 it's 49 we're we're up by one kill 49 to 48 and we're in the center of the midship map and i oh yeah i go to throw a sticky grenade that's gonna kill him for sure and my buddy dom jumps and i stick him and betray him and then they kill us and we lose by two you will never let him live that down no it was kind of my fault too because it's like line of fire you know but uh, yeah that that was the glory that n- didn't happen so close cool all right so then we move into the dark times where the xbox 360 begins microsoft's terrible naming convention themes uh starting in november of 2005 yeah. uh this thing no just you should have done two yeah just do two i don't i didn't get it like what was the do you remember this is your first xbox right swift the xbox 360 yeah, it Mine was. Too, yeah. I think we talked about this, but uh you and I we we waited in line outside, right? For on like day launch day. Was this one that we talked about, Swift? Yeah. Yeah. I remember getting blizzard on 
blizzarded and because that's a word waiting for like i'm standing in line people got tense and i'm like oh god i hope i make it because i'm oh, like yeah. number 15 in line and i'm not sure how many consoles they're gonna have uh yeah 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 and then that's awesome this was also uh, you know what i was doing what to try to get a console i was collecting bottle cap mountain dew bottle caps so Mountain Dew was doing the giveaway for the Xbox 360, and my dad was a sportscaster at the local TV station. <laughs> so I would go to the college football games with him and then just walk the stands at like 11.30 p.m. Oh. Like when he was fish- finishing up his shoot, and I would just grab all the Mountain Dew bottles I could find and grab the caps, and I did not win. Yeah, that's how you know. <laughs> <a> scam. <laughs> that's how you know those contests are bull. I know. Such a scam. Nice, man. Did you get the Swift? Did you get the Red Ring of Death ever? I never did. No, I was one of the lucky few, I feel nice. like. I did. I got it. I I got it, too. They send you the coffin yeah, to put it they in? Sent you, the, <laughs> you buried it in this box and send it off, and they hopefully yeah. fixed it. But uh, my buddy got one, you remember? and they sent, they sent it back, okay. and it fired up Red Ring of Death right away when he turned it back on. That was oh, such gosh. a bad problem. Do you remember that you had to remove the faceplate so that you would put, not so, lose the faceplate on the flip side? Yep. God what a terrible just situation. in case someone had custom face plates or something <laughs> yeah there you have it so the xbox 360 i don't know why they called it the 360 it's, it's baffling it had the removable hard drive on the top which was kind of weird it's also the first time we see like a really not normally shaped like console it was kind of angular and and rounded um yeah ps3 changed that too yep and then what was the entertainment center that you could you could do uh hd dvd you could hook it up to like your pc and like they're trying to pitch like the whole like built-in home theater system yeah i remember like getting super excited to try to hook it up to my pc but it wasn't really that cool and then obviously you had an hd dvd sold separately that you could try Oh. that uh, nobody bought. What a disaster. This is also, I think, the first time where they tried to iterate the Kinect, um, where you yep. you had a little camera that you could connect to it, and it would integrate with certain games. It would look at your hands, but it didn't have any like Kinect controllers, I don't think, uh, but it was no. super gimmicky and, and lame. But. <laughs> I remember the launch of the 360 didn't have very many good games like most launches are. They had like Viva Pinata and Perfect Dark Zero remake or whatever. Yeah. It was funny. Nothing Eventually good. Eventually got Halo 3 on there and uh I played Oblivion on that thing a lot. I remember that. Uh, yep. Cool. They eventually come out with the Xbox 360S, which is was just a smaller version, kind of supposedly didn't have the red ring issues. And then they sold about 84 million units, which was the best for Microsoft so far. So they're gaining a little bit of ground and, and starting to show Sony that they're at least going to compete, but uh, nowhere near the numbers that we're seeing for PlayStation 2. And then we move on to the Xbox One. So this is where they really, really leaned into like the, this is going to be... The third Xbox. Yeah. Sorry. Xbox One, the third. <laughs> if you're confused, don't worry. We all are. Uh, <laughs> it is the Xbox One, but it's the third Xbox. And... Um, they were trying to convince you that this was going to be the last entertainment thing that you ever purchased because you were going to run all your apps from it. It was like the first smart console that had all those 
integrations. Um, but they forgot one important thing about video games, and that's uh, fun video games. So there was almost nothing of note that launched with this thing. They're still kind of trying to ride the coattails of uh, Halo, and it's just kind of petering out there. I think this is also the time where they switch from Bungie making Halo games to 343, which kind of ch- drastically yep. changes Halo. Um, let's see, Swift. This is where you said you you kind of started going hard xbox yeah i mean this is the only console that i had for a long time because uh, i upgraded after college i upgraded from the 360 to the one um and just like you said like dude i still have this thing downstairs on my entertainment center and that's what shin and i watch tv with like we don't we don't have cable or anything so we you know use all the apps on the xbox and that's how we entertain ourselves as we're eating dinner or whatever it happens to be yeah um but yeah, for a long time, this is, I mean, Korea, Shaw, until we deployed and I switched over to the laptop. For a long time, I was Xbox only. I had the PS4, which we talked about last week, but um, really just enjoyed the Xbox for whatever reason over the PS4. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. From 2013 until basically the Series X comes out, you're still working with some fashion of xbox one all the way through so right do you guys remember so at e3 2013 microsoft announced so microsoft went first in their presentation uh (laughs) and then sony was going to go like two hours after them so microsoft went first announced xbox one at 500 dollars, and then literally two hours later sony announces the ps4 at 400 dollars starting price um (laughs) and then microsoft did had these weird online requirements for games and restriction on used games that they had announced. And I can imagine that the C like the C suite, uh, Microsoft dudes and like all the game developers and stuff were just not the game developers, but the Xbox designers were just in the back, just like <laughs> dumbfounded and defeated and crying. Oh yeah. Dude. It's like Sony's <laughs> announcement happened. Do, do we just march back out there and say, Oh yeah, well we're $300 now. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Yeah, right. Like, but eventually they walked all that back by the time the console released. But it, it was a pretty funny moment in gaming history where everybody knew that they were going to announce two consoles, and Sony just blew them out of the water with just being normal. Yeah, it also came with that man. Like you, you had to have the connect with it when you bought the first one. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You remember, I think uh, I had this in pilot training, and I just remember all the frustration of like trying to get the voice commands to work. Xbox oh, yeah. on! Xbox <laughs> on! Oh, yeah. I, I think that's the only thing I used my Connect for, was turning the Xbox on. <laughs> what a waste. And then your douche friend would walk in and be like, you'd be mid-Halo match, and be like, Xbox off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hate you. Uh, Did you know the Xbox One on sound was so loud when I try to like wake up early in the morning Ding. without my anybody awake and you'd be like, ah, everybody knows I'm playing Xbox now. Yeah. Well, cool. And then they kind of iterate on this thing. So then you get the uh, you get the X. <laughs> All right. So they <laughs> you can't even like say it with a straight face now that. Oh, everything else is out. Oh, I do have to uh, remember one other thing to talk about. So the, also at E3, they had 
playable demos of games on it was supposedly on the xbox one and somebody had like opened up the case that it was in like the the supposedly the console was in oh and, i remember this and yeah. the games were running on a pc they weren't even yeah on xbox which is crazy that was like oh no yeah e- that e3 was so controversial it was so fun to be alive in that time yeah. and watching that as a nerd people lost it it was really funny uh, i thought it was the end of xbox at that point because i was like oh no but i was a fan i was a fanboy at that point so i was buying this thing regardless same Cool. Yeah, they sold 51 million units of this thing, so uh, not quite as great as the old 360, but now we're moving on and the age of 4K gaming starts to come about and we're going to get really just way more clarity when it comes to how we name these things. So we're also going to come out with two more versions, the Xbox One S and the Xbox One X. Like what... How they're the two letters that sound very similar, so there's that problem. And then, (laughs) not a couple years later, they named their newest consoles the exact same name, but they put the series in between. Don't you get it? What what? big difference were they? I I really don't know. Like, what board meeting (sighs) this? It's it's like they. They t- they titled it like a project name and then never got around to like actually making the real thing. So we can talk about it now. Chat, anybody in the chat have any guesses on what the next Xbox is going to be if there is one? I I wonder if, the, I think they're just, I think they're just committed now. They're fully committed. They're on a bonsai flow. Like they can't do anything else now. <laughs> so they're going to like, it's going to be like Xbox Ultimate X or something. And just instead of Xbox Five, which would be the easy kill, I would just start over, like Xbox One with a number one, and just <laughs> the third Xbox One. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe uh, Xbox uh, Xbox Two Point I don't know. Just start over. Xbox Five would be perfect. Yeah, yeah, that would get the fans going. And for that, but... I think they wanted to be not one number behind PlayStation. So that was probably because like soccer moms wouldn't know uh, that they were buying that a, the sense. best console. They'd be like, oh, PlayStation 4 or ooh, Xbox 3. I'm going to go with the PlayStation. Yeah. 360? Oh, my God. I need that. <laughs> <laughs> what are these other ones? Wait a minute. Xbox One? This is old news. <laughs> I don't know what the idiots are doing. Oh, God. Cool. All right. And then we get the Series X and the S. So... I mean, powerful consoles, by all rights, like everyone is generally happy with the Xbox Series S and X. Um, But the naming, I just can't get over it. The S is very small, like very compact, small form factor. Uh, Yeah, I bought that for one of my friends and we opened it just to take a look. And I was very surprised at how tiny that thing was. Yeah, it's uh, I guess it feels like an old DVD player, like size wise, very small. Yeah. Meanwhile, you have the obelisk shrine to like the arrival aliens (laughs) of the Xbox Series X. (laughs) Yeah, it's got a cool uh, grate on the top and it's green underneath. So that's cool. (laughs) I, you, you guys have no plans on buying this bad boy. 
no no reason no for you. Mm, nope. I wonder if Microsoft is going to go more towards not having a console soon and just do Game Pass. Yeah. But I don't know. Not everybody has a gaming PC, but it just seems weird to have a gaming PC and buy an Xbox, but maybe that's what their market is after is just people that don't have a PC. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised to see them go that route. I mean, they're they're very aggressive about getting Game Pass on all possible devices. So who knows? I mean, if this one doesn't sell very well compared to PlayStation and Switch, like maybe they just go, hey, PlayStation, Xbox game pass is a service that we'd like to offer on your consoles and we'll we'll stop competing yeah. with you in that market hardware wise that'd be crazy i mean i don't like that though because with no competition i don't know yeah competition generally breeds like better stuff true true but yeah. i mean with how cloud stuff is going i wouldn't be surprised in 15 years if any company makes a console they It'll just be something you can play on your TV natively, but we'll see. All right. Well, what about accessories? We'll get in real quick. We talked about the Connect. It was so stupid yeah. and still is. And stop. Just don't. The Xbox 360 wireless headset. I had one of those. It was like the asshole Bluetooth wearer that drives a Corvette. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's what it looked like, but I remember how painful that was to wear on your ear for more than about an, an hour, but gosh dang, I I think I always kept that thing charged, and I was always using that thing. I never had the wireless one. I had I had the wired one, and I, dude, I think I still have the picture from college <laughs> somewhere. That flimsy where, wired headset, you know, yeah. Yeah, it's so, it was so cheap, and it was... At some point, my roommate and I were playing Halo in college, and he like slams it on the ground, and it breaks. Go figure. And so we did a nice little uh, tape, job. tape job on it, and basically yep. taped it taped it to his face. <laughs> and then we could hear you breathing for an eternity. On yeah, Call of Duty. I know we talked about the you know console players with horrible mics, and that was totally us. Yeah, in college. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I had uh, a really cool like Halo 2 custom or not custom, but like specific that was like it was like in ear and then it just had a really thin mic, but it broke re- very quickly. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, this was the first online comms, right? Like Xbox Live was the first time we were talking to each other, even PC wise. Like I don't remember. I guess maybe some MMO players early in the days were playing and connecting with TeamSpeak and all that. But yeah, it was a really cool. Yeah. Do you guys remember how it seemed like the the Xbox and the 360 like online interface was perfection? Like I remember yeah. going into matchmaking super quickly and easily, finding friends, adding them, joining their parties, leaving seamlessly, no loading, no connection issues. Like it was all no issues. I think that was the that was the gold standard. I think I think that's what really their claim to fame will be, if anything, from gaming. I think they they set the especially Halo Two. Like Halo Two was the first the first game with perf- perfect. Halo Two and Halo Three, I think, with perfect matchmaking. Yeah, they had cl- for the time. They at had least. clans and 
Yeah. Like you could customize your emblems and it was all really cool and easy to do. And I I log into Halo Infinite and I'm like, why is this so the interface so bad when they were nailing this in two thousand whatever? Probably just took it for granted. I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. You guys remember the accessory, um, the uh, uh, wireless Ethernet adapter for the 360? Yeah, I do remember that. You had to buy that yeah. and plug it into the back. I had that. And then the custom face plates that never took off for that thing. Yeah, I think I got one of those, actually. I think I got one, but then I was like, this is dumb, <laughs> and took it off. Like, you kind of felt a little too nerdy at that point? Well, it just like it didn't make sense because it was just the front of the console. The rest of the console was white. Yeah. Cool, cool. All right. Well, we talked about console exclusives for PlayStation last week. Xbox doesn't have nearly the repertoire that they have over there, but uh, there was there's je ne sais quoi. There's probably the most famous, I would say, console exclusive. And Swift talked a little bit about it last week, but Halo kind of differentiated the consoles for a long time. Like you either bought you bought you bought the Halo machine or you bought PlayStation, right? Like that was yep. that was what we were doing. Yeah. And then you happen to be able to play other games on Xbox. Uh, but. Yeah. Yep, that's accurate. Did you play any of the uh other exclusives Swift? Remember any? Uh Forza. Yeah. Forza, Forza I played. Good. I never I never played Gears of War. Oh my gosh, I played so much Gears of War on the Xbox 360. It was disgusting. I was really good too. Uh, yeah, never never got into that. Dude, like I said, I mentioned it last week. I think Halo was like the big one for me. Yeah. Like that's the reason. Like you like you talked about, that's the reason I got an Xbox to play Halo. Right. Yeah. And they did you I mean, without that game, I think Xbox fails very early. Yeah, but. Oh, for sure, because Halo Combat yeah. Evolved launched with the first one. There right. was no reason to own the first one. Yeah, so they really knocked it out of the park with that game, but they kind of live and die by that um, standard for the rest of their illustrious yeah. console guys, career. Did you guys play Fable? I loved Fable. Nope. I st- Fable was, pr- I mean, besides The Witcher 3, I think fable is one of the best rpgs ever ever created it did some revolutionary stuff like kicking chickens chicken chicken chaser <laughs> yeah, that's right. swift you should you should uh the anniversaries uh fable anniversary is for sale on steam you should check it out because it is worth worth a look because it's got all the stuff that i i know you would like it's got this cool system where mm-hmm. like the actions that you do dictate like whether you're good or evil and as you grow eviler because that's all i ever did uh that's all anyone did. you start like growing horns and like blackness surrounds you like you become evil really yeah it's really cool cool. and like every every playthrough is completely different because you make all kinds of different choices it's a really good game and it has a very crazy twist at least the first one does I remember in the dawn of uh, Apple Podcasts on iTunes, I would download podcasts about Fable 2 before the release to like get on the up and up on this game because I, I love the first one so much. Yeah, those games are great. Uh, 
but they're kind of I think they were kind of niche like they didn't get quite as popular as some of the other stuff did but great games yeah and you could marry you could get wives you need them mm-hmm. and then you that was like one of the mm-hmm. most evil things you could do was ma- marry someone and then kill her yep oh, I remember gosh. that <laughs> or you could you'd lose a lot of points you could lead nice nice wholesome game <laughs> you could lead these uh, lost merchants in a forest to this temple and sacrifice them oh. <laughs> oh my god it was great uh Cool. So powerful when you're evil, though. KOTOR. Was that? That was a console exclusive? Xbox? I don't know. I had I had to Google console exclusives because I couldn't think of more than the four that we already talked about. And that came up on Google. I don't know. Was uh, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic chat a uh, console exclusive for Xbox? I'm pretty sure. Maybe it was. I don't rem- I thought it was on PlayStation. Maybe not. I don't rem- I didn't actually play that game all that much. I think I rented it from Blockbuster, and then I was like, "This is a cool game," but I ain't spending another eight ninety nine for one week on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it was a console exclusive. Was uh, Viva Pinata? So if you had the the dreams of making a pinata garden, the Xbox was for you. Oh. <laughs> yeah, they kind of struggle in the in the console exclusive department now that I think about it, but. Fables, Do you yeah. remember Fusion Frenzy? Oh, Xbox? I played that the other day with Liam. Yeah, that was like a Mario Party it, uh, response by Xbox. Yeah, it was actually a lot of fun. The mini games in that, that are was a good game. awesome. Yeah, that was a really good game. Fusion Frenzy. Only the real gamers know that game. I think the uh, original Xbox shipped with a demo disc with Fusion Frenzy on it. Oh, um, it did. So you could play. Yeah, yeah, yeah we, right. you could play like five of the mini games or whatever. Cool. All right. Well, we talked about a lot so far, but let's talk about kind of the future of, of this console. We we hit on it a little bit, but you think uh, Swift is a Game Pass member. Are you a Game Pass guy, Pickle Matt? Um, on and off, depending on if I see something I want to uh, play on it. Yeah. I mean, you got everything you want on PC now, Xbox-wise, right, for the most part. Uh, I'm sure there are some console-only games on there, but if I can play Halo on PC, like, I don't know why I need an Xbox, to be honest. Uh, I have no reason to do even that, so. (laughs) With the new one. It's so sad, because it was such a, like, everyone loved it, and then they just, for reasons unbeknownst to anyone, just stopped playing it. It's because we all turned 30. True. Also, all the connection issues and all the BS that you've already talked about that was so inherent to the game yeah. so many years ago, yeah. and we struggle with it now. Like, really? Yeah, it's kind of frustrating. Come on. Well, I think it was yeah. in the Xbox One early lifespan when the Master Chief Collection was announced and coming out. Probably, like, top five most disappointed gaming moments of my life when I fired that thing up. Jen can attest to this. I was at Shepard. And I'm sitting on the couch. It's like midnight. The game comes out. I download it. I'm like, yes, I'm going to play Halo 2. And connection issues. No, like you're never not. connected. Oh, yeah. Never got a match. That g- They like apologize for that one and everything. Like that game was, oh, that was so bad. Yeah. 
Pitwab, he was I was living with him at the time, four two three in the chat, and yeah, we just sat there like wanting to play so bad and just feel <laughs> feeling so sad. Just I just wanted yeah. to play Capture the Flag on Rat Race. Yeah. That's all I wanted. Oh, I just yeah. want to go on midship. That's it. Like let me let me sword someone, you know? Let me noob tube someone. So so to speak. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, new too. Yeah, so what do you, I I mean I really do think just like you said Xbox Game Pass is their future and shortly because they're going to run out of terrible names to name this thing, they're going to stop making consoles. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's there's always going to be a market for people that want a console because people don't want to work on PCs and but maybe there's not always going to be a market if people can play Google Stadia and get the same exact quality. The internet service just has to improve enough. And with, with gigabit internet now, apparently that's probably going to be a thing. Yeah. I'm, I still think we're a little bit off because I've, I've tried to play a lot of cloud-based Xbox Game Pass stuff. And the, the delay is just noticeable enough that if I can download it, I will. because Yeah, exactly. Unless I, this is how I treat the the cloud stuff. If I'm curious about a game, and I want to see it before I like am gonna go play, it's like I, I use it for a demo, and then I'll cloud stream it, check it out, and then if I like it, then I'll download it if I can. Yeah. Yeah. That is the new uh, PlayStation with your PlayStation Essential. I think you can try the new releases for two hours. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And then you decide whether or not you want to buy it. Yeah. Some of those, uh, even on PlayStation, though, some of the older games are cloud only. You can't download them, which oh, kind of okay. sucks. Like some of the God of War remakes are um, cl- huh. cloud stream only. But we'll see. That's we'll weird. see if it's good or not. But Yeah. I mean, I'll continue to be a Game Pass person, just like Swift talked about a couple of months ago. Like, it's really cool to check out a game that you would never have bought and find something really neat uh, and interesting just because you had access to it. But All right, so I'll give you my thoughts on the Series X so far. Um, it's cool. It's 4K gaming, 60 frames. Like It looks really awesome on in our theater, but uh, it's, I'm going to be using my PlayStation primarily now because the games I want to play are all on there. I'm not interested in Halo right now, and so I don't. There's not much else to draw me towards the Series X. I might. I'm contemplating selling it, to be honest, but uh, kind of sucks. But. My 16 year old self would be so disappointed looking at me now because I was such an Xbox fanboy. Yeah. But like I said, I have no reason to buy one. It's so expensive for what what I would get in addition. Besides, obviously having a child at home and not even having enough game time to play PC and PlayStation five. Yeah. I will say it was cool this last weekend. Well, I'll talk about it when we played, but, uh, I did use the series X this weekend with, uh, a buddy and our kids to play the Ninja Turtles game. And that's all, oh, yeah. that's all through the power of game cloud or whatever, uh, game pass. So, it's got its benefits, like being able to use Game Pass on your console on a big screen TV is cool. 
Um, but there's other ways to do that and make that work without paying for the Series X or S. But uh, Swift, did you feel a little bit dirty switching over to the PS5 when your entire life as a child or as a kid revolved around Xbox? Uh, no, I, I honestly didn't because I, I was like, at first I was kind of like, well, I could buy a Series X or S, but then my Xbox One still works just fine. I don't ever turn it on unless I'm turning the TV on to watch some something on Netflix or Hulu or something. So yeah, at some point I was like, I want it. And dude, I'll be honest, because it, it was what your first episode when we talked about God of War coming out, you know, the announcement yeah. and the trailer and you guys, I thought it was going to be PS5 and PC and you guys were like, no, no, no. Yes. And I was like, okay, well, I'm buying a PS5 because I have to play that game. <laughs> yeah. So that was really like the teetering point. Yeah, Xbox doesn't have that title, right? They don't. They could announce no, any yeah. game that currently exists, yes. and I would be like, okay, well, I'll just play on my computer. And yeah. they, they yeah. need some new IP that just blows it out of the water, like kind of Gears of War did to like revamp things. Yeah. In between Halos, I mean, they, with their recent acquisitions of uh, Bethesda and um, who else did they buy? Activision Blizzard. Yeah, Activision Blizzard, maybe, but also I'm going to be playing those exact games on my PC. So, yeah. what do I do? I was kind of in the same boat yeah. as you. Like, I was a Xbox guy, fanboy, like because it was the first console I paid m my own money for, and uh, I think is probably when I switched over to PC gaming that I just that loyalty was kind of gone. Uh, yeah. I bet I bet if we look back at this episode in 10 years, we'll be laughing at ourselves because maybe like Microsoft nails the cloud gaming like we talked about. And then PlayStation is just trying to hang on with their PlayStation 7 or whatever, you know, yeah. and it's just not selling because everybody's got, you know, cloud gaming and stuff. They just call it the X cloud. Be done with it. No more stupid names. <laughs> you just X cloud series Z. You just plug it a little USB into your TV and it plays natively on there. You you Bluetooth a controller. And you're done. No more consoles. Yeah. Look at look at this peasant using a controller still. I'll be mind controlling my games. <laughs> Minority report. Yeah. All right, cool. All right, that's uh that's about all we got for Xbox. You guys got anything else to bring up before we, we bury it, put it to bed, call it call her dead? Man, uh, it makes me so sad because I was so my life was so ingrained in the xbox culture in the high school did you have an xbox t-shirt ever that's how you know <laughs> oh no i i didn't want to admit that kind of thing okay yeah yeah i will say one thing that i do love about xbox as a company at least is they're pretty good with like communication and transparency with their fan base like phil spencer the head of xbox is a gamer at heart and he's very good at like communicating and advertising game pass and all that kind of stuff. Anytime he speaks, you can tell that he's not like a corporate douche, like doing it for the money. Like yeah. he cares about the games. He cares about gameplay and all that kind of stuff. So they've got a good speaking uh, heart at the center of it, but they need. Speaking know. of which I, I used to listen to Larry Herb or uh, major Nelson's podcast, like yeah. every single week as I was mowing yards for scraps. Um, I wonder if he's still there. I don't even know, but yeah, I've, I don't know I what happened to his major site Nelson. like at least once a day. 
Yeah. He still got the Xbox logo on his Twitter, so I think he's still there. Nice. Look at that. All right, gents. 1.1 million followers. Swift, you got anything else about Xbox? No, sir. Okay, let's move on to what we played this week. All right, Swift, lead us off. Okay. Um, I honestly didn't, uh, like like I talked about earlier, I was kind of, you know, felt under the weather. I got some weird, you know, weird stuff going on. I don't know what it is exactly, but like anxiety and like, I don't know, everything kind of like piled on top of me oh, no. earlier, earlier this week. Um, so uh, I was not in the gaming mood, you know, like you you think that it would be easy to just log on to a game and and play but sometimes you just don't have the mental fortitude or capacity for it so uh that was a lot of my week uh, so i didn't play all that much uh, i apologize to you know our our uh, avid listeners because i know i started off strong with road 96 as far as like the weird game <laughs> that i played last week i didn't i didn't get to one this week uh because of you know things mentioned but uh, i did play a little bit of god of war uh, actually this afternoon when I got home from work, um, still loving it. I need to beat it again. I just didn't, didn't get around to it. Um, but, uh, still having a good time with that. Played some Heroes of the storm, uh, briefly with the boys, just some ARAM, uh, still really don't understand the whole concert of, uh, ranked <laughs> or where I need to be going or anything like that. That's why I need my coach, uh, Taze or the stroke with us to help me kind of <laughs> vector my, my, uh, hatred. An- um, Anthony said that you had so, some good, uh, ARAMs though. He said you're getting a lot, a lot crisper on your damage. Yeah. Um, so figuring it out and then, um, played a little bit of Spider-Man. Honestly, Anthony was over on uh, Fry Saturday night, and I made him try the PS5 and AstroBot and all the controller stuff. Uh, he was enjoying swinging around the city. Um, so played a little bit of that, but again, not too much. I really didn't get into too much gaming. I probably played like a total of an hour and 20 minutes of video games this entire week. So not too much from my end. All right. Well, you know, sometimes it just doesn't, doesn't float the boat or just doesn't work out you know but you know yeah. it's always there L- lucky for you lucky for you mortuary assistant comes out tomorrow <laughs> yeah good thing we'll get him a good uh a weird game we'll find him one on on uh game pass that's not necrophilia related and then uh... <laughs> 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 all right yeah make the cadavers nude <laughs> god dang god <laughs> psychopath oh that's so weird Anyways, yeah. All right, man. Uh, I will uh, follow that up with what I played. So I have been going pretty hard on Elden Ring. So I have killed Godric the Golden, and now I'm in the. uh, Yeah, thank you. (laughs) It only took me. I think honestly, I was lost count at at about thirty attempts and. I thought about trying oh my dabbling in the like summoning people to help me, but I was like, my pride took over and I was like, no, I got this. I won't do it. Yeah. Uh, there was probably five or six attempts where literally he had this much health and just destroyed me. 
Um, <laughs> sometimes they just get you with a combo that you just can't do anything about, and you go from full health to dead, and you're just like... You just freeze up or something, <laughs> yeah. I never like stood that. a chance, but... Uh, yeah, I moved on to the like the arcane college, and I'm at the bottom of that fighting some uh, wolf guy. I don't know what's going on, but it's cool. Did you get the stray collector's edition? Stray collector's edition? Me? Yeah, you got the. Oh no, that's just your cat. Mm, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you see how lifelike that thing is. <laughs> uh, I press circle to meow. Meow. Uh, <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, so Elden Ring, dude, the, everything I've said about that game, tenfold. Like, the further you go into it, the more scenic it becomes, the cooler the bosses are. I tried fighting this random dragon I found, like, hoarding over some treasure, and no shot. Like, I will never be able to kill that thing unless I, like, level up a thousand <laughs> times. <laughs> it's crazy, but... Uh, <clears throat> there's a grizzly bear that just destroyed me. Like, it's hard, but it's fun. Um, <laughs> like that uh leonardo dicaprio movie yeah yeah what a yeah. revenant or whatever yeah the revenant, <laughs> revenant. Yeah. yeah i like that game it's really cool and uh, perfect for the steam deck to be honest like i can just pull it up and and try to hack my way through a couple more things and then save it and turn it off shout out again to tractor beam yeah dude yeah, seriously. Everything we had said about it before you bought us that game, it's all wiped away. I love that game. And I'm constantly taking screenshots because it looks like a painting. It's insane. That's so cool. And some of the, I don't know the uh, terminology of the, a lot of the, like, players can leave in-game hints for other players, but it, you can only choose from certain <laughs> phrases and words. And so, like, I don't get a lot of what's what they're trying to say like it's like a destiny raid or something yeah it's weird but like some of them are helpful like watch out or it's like pay attention to the right and like as soon as you walk through there's a thing that tries to kill you from the right but then there's certain uh, weird things like you'll find a mushroom in the forest and pe- there'll be like five things that you read that says praise mushroom hail mushroom <laughs> weird gamers uh, I need to get that game just so I can leave you hints that say, like, don't die. Oh, there's all kinds of troll ones that are, like, uh, yeah. secret wall ahead, and you'll sit there and try to, like, do a bunch of stuff, <laughs> and then you'll see another one that says, like, yeah. just around the corner that says liar. There's a liar ahead, and they're talking about the person <laughs> that lied uh, about it. Uh, it's comical. There's a lot of trolling that happens, but... Uh, cool. I got in, played more God of War. Uh, I've been switching between the the PC and my Steam Deck on that one, uh, and it works seamlessly for the for the saves on the cloud. But sometimes I just want to see it in like its highest fidelity on my computer. So, God, I love that game. Uh, yeah. Where are you at? What are, what's what are you up to in that game, Swift? Uh, so I know you talked about um, Atreus being a little d bag. Yeah. Uh, I just, I basically just got to that point this afternoon. Okay. Uh, I thought I was som- somewhat close to you, but like when he kills Mo Modri or whatever, or sorry, no spoilers, yeah, but whatever. Uh, when you t- yeah, you no, tell him happen. you tell him not to, and he, he does, does it, it anyway, anyway. You're just like you, you little <laughs> shit. Oh, it makes me fearful of parent parenthood at teenage years. <laughs> yeah, my kid already does that. You know, it's like, hey, 
Do not throw that toy. You gotta st- and then they just look at you, <laughs> stare you right in the eyes, and just throw it as hard as they can. You got to stop calling him <laughs> boy. That's why. Boy. Cool. Uh, I, d- I fired up a couple of uh, other things, but uh, we'll talk about it. So the Ninja Turtles game, if you remember Turtles in Time from back in the day or those old arcade games. Oh, yeah. It is yep. a perfectly nostalgic recreation of that with like modern flair. Like there's supers and like really cool combo moves that you can do. But that game is a ton of fun to play with like four people, especially when two of them are. It, that game is the perfect game to play if you're looking for a co-op game to play with kids because they can tag along and kind of like have enough fun without you needing to explain anything, right? Because they can just mash X and fight the bad guys and it's perfect. Um, but it's actually requires a little bit of skill to kind of uh, move along. So that game is really cool. I liked it a, a lot. I plan on playing that more. Nice. Um. And then I fired up just out of morbid curiosity, uh, Deep Rock Galactic earlier today. And oh, yeah. I went through the first uh, like mission and we need to play that together because it it's going to be it, it's got to be fun. I like I, I downloaded it, so I I want to play it for sure. I just haven't gotten in there. yet. Yeah, my friend uh, Donnie and I downloaded that when it was uh, on PS4 or ps5 uh the free game of the month uh-huh. but it, it's pretty fun co-op game yeah it i i imagine with four people that's a ton of fun just that whole yeah you can like select your minor class and get different abilities and different abilities help the team in different ways it's pretty fun yeah we should check that out we as a team um i think we tried right we had it on the event schedule and nobody showed up but yeah including myself life uh, life got in the way but yeah and then lastly i uh installed just uh to check it out but um pfz thanks for your first time chat welcome to the chat we're just talking about what we played this week but i put no Ew. i put no man's sky on my uh steam deck because ooh, i was looking for like a chill thing that i can do while the kids are kind of like climbing all over me and doing what they do and uh, that game's perfect for the Steam Deck. So if you got a Steam Deck, get yourself some No Man's Sky fired up. They've updated that game to the point of like, I feel like they don't owe us anymore after their major screw up. But um, yeah, it's good. Well, and the VR release too. They they turned that game into like what could have been a blockbuster had they released it right that way in the first place. Yeah, it's good now. So if you're if you gave up on that game, check it out because it's uh, it's fixed. And then uh, right before we started this, I was playing Overwatch with Jen. Overwatch one because the beta is closed for two, and uh, I'm a I'm officially a Widowmaker main. So get at me. Hmm. Nice. Uh, get those snipe videos up. Yeah. All right, Pickle Matt, what'd you play, man? Oh, I did play some Hots with the boys as well, but you know how that goes. As one does. Yeah, I was a little bit like Swift this week. Um, a lot of stuff going on in life and whatnot and just didn't feel like trying out anything new. I do need to get back to outer wilds and finish that one up. But the only thing I played was Fortnite and hots, um, which is kind of sad because, uh, one's a dead game and one's a kid's game, but I had fun. (laughs) I'm getting better at hots. I'm starting to make some good plays when people that I don't know in life, real life are uh, playing with me. So I have no proof of it. Maybe I'll send you some replays, uh, stroke, and you can be impressed. I'll uh, I'll do some 
gameplay analysis and hit you with the, the commentary. Yeah, give me your give me your uh, pointers. Yeah, yeah. Gotta watch. Yeah, watch some film and uh, run yeah. it back. Uh, see here, you, but, you uh, went left, but you should have gone right. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Stop uh, charging in to get those globes. Um, but I do want to try out, um, instead of Deep Rock Galactic, I want to try out Arcade Geddon. Arcade Geddon with you guys. Arcade Geddon. I downloaded it today Arcade Geddon. based on your uh, yeah. your warning that it was the last day. So it's ready. That one looks pretty cool. I'll I'll try Deep Rock Galactic with you guys if uh, if we play some Arcade Geddon. Because... Uh, um, we talked about that one a couple episodes ago, but we've still haven't gotten a chance to do that. Is that on Epic? It's on uh, PlayStation. It was on PS Plus. You gotta get on. Yeah, PS grab it Plus. on your PlayStation. Yeah. Okay, I'll have to do that. Yep. Cool. Cool. So yeah. I just want to clarify: Fortnite is the dead game, and Hots is the kids' game, right? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> There's no kids on Hots. Just uh, really angry, sweaty people. <laughs> They're not angry. They're just kids. No offense, I'm exactly the same. Uh, cool. Well, you'll you'll uh, and listeners, you'll be hearing more about uh, Heroes of the Storm, whether my wife likes it or not, because starting next week we will be playing in an organized league, and uh, we'll update you on how things go there. We might uh, post some vods of that to uh, maybe the one more game uh, YouTube channel if you guys want to check out our uh, our wins. Of course, they're going to be wins, um, but that's yeah. right. The tournament is a, it's a round robin tournament, and we'll be doing best of three matches against uh, other nerds. So come check us out. We'll get you more information over on OMG underscore podcast GG, uh, and you guys can go check us out. I know Blonde Bayonet's going to be watching. Yeah, she said our I heroic roll. victories in the chat. I roll. I roll. <laughs> yeah, off the top rope. <laughs> Cool, cool. All right, let's go around the room. Pickle Matt, you've had two weeks to think about what you want to tell these guys before you let them go their merry way. What do you got? Yeah, don't just don't say a, a fanboy for life. There's there's lots of gaming opportunities out there that uh, may surprise you, like PlayStation did for me. So just because your childhood was uh, mostly composed of Xbox doesn't mean you can find you can't find other systems that might be kind of awesome, like a gaming PC or a PlayStation. And, you know, the same goes for the opposite, right? So somebody convinced me that Xbox Series X is the greatest thing ever, and maybe I'll give it a shot. <laughs> I don't know if that's going to happen. I'm not going to. <laughs> All right, Swift, what's up? Uh, see, I was trying to think about it, and, like, we were halfway through, and I was like, ah, sh- <laughs> Shit, he's gonna ask me what I any words of wisdom or whatever. So I I just wrote something down real quick and I said, uh, don't buy mortuary assistant and be a psychopath. <laughs> just don't do it. There's no uh, reason for I'm it. I'm pretty sure you are before you buy it. If you're well, true. It. Yeah, but if you yeah. okay, so that's probably bad advice. If you are a sociopath, you should buy this game and use it as your outlet instead of murdering real people. <laughs> There we go. I've watched true crime shows, and I, that's never how it works. <laughs> that's true. I watch Dexter, so I know all about sociopaths. If you get, if you get, so send us an email, um, and if you really want me to, I might, I might play that game if we get <laughs> enough interest that we can. And I, I might film myself. I might stream it. Um, so send us an email if you want me to do that. If it's a reasonable price, I might uh, put myself through that. 
You got to make make sure the kid and wife are asleep yeah. before you start. Although they probably yeah. won't be for very long because you'll be screaming <laughs> from the other room. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, that just disturbs me. Anyways, all right, cool beans. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll let you know that if you miss arcade gaming, get on Ninja Turtles because it was a blast and uh, you're going to have a great time with it. But I think it's probably better with with multiple people. Uh, but whatever all right and if you're looking for an xbox series nice. x uh i give you best friend price but uh best friend Fam- <laughs> family family and friend <laughs> discount. get rid of it on our xbox episode yeah. come on man uh, Dick move. all right folks thanks for joining us for episode 20 it's been uh it's been great to have you guys we love talking about all things gaming you can find uh more content at omg uh sorry on apple podcast spotify or omgpodcast.podbean.com and uh, we also got a youtube channel up so uh check us out there and that'll be in the description of the podcast below and you can reach out to us at omg underscore podcast gg on twitter and instagram we'd love to hear from you guys let us know what you thought of the show what do you want to hear send us a topic that you want us to talk about and uh if you kind of catch the theme of what's going on we might be covering another console company here in the near future but i think that one sega <laughs> i don't know i think that one's probably enough <laughs> covered enough already but anyways you can find me streaming from time to time at twitch.tv slash the underscore underscore stroke as well as uh, that same handle at twitter and instagram swift is the same over at twitch.tv slash swift as well as uh, the socials and i'm pickle matt as well Reach out, and then if you want to join the Discord, just go ahead and send us an email, omgpodcastgg at gmail.com. We'll get you an invite to the Discord. There's always someone on there playing games. You can join us, have a good time, and uh, maybe join our HOTS team because we're going to need subs because getting a bunch of pilots together to play a video game on a a scheduled night is not not the easiest thing to do. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, tell your friends about the podcast if you've got any gaming friends. Maybe they'll hate it, but, you know, we'll take that blame. Yeah. Or maybe they'll love it. (laughs) Cool, cool. All right, gentlemen, good talking to you. Way to go out and celebrate the 20th episode tonight by playing uh, your favorite game. And uh, I'll leave you with this thought. Just because you have to grow up doesn't mean you have to stop playing. Game on, gamers, and we'll see you on the next episode of One More Game. Swift, Pickle Matt, see ya. See ya. See ya. You've been listening to the One More Game Podcast. Designed for adults who play video games. Adults who play video games who constantly get nagged about it. Nag, nag, nag. We hope you've enjoyed the show. We know we had a blast. Find the One More Game Podcast where you get your podcasts. Hit us up on Instagram at OMGPodcastGG and on Twitter at OMG underscore PodcastGG. Until next time, they'll keep nagging and we'll keep playing. See you next time on the One More Game Podcast.